Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number three six. I'm joined by Darth Wade in this one. We go through our college football picks for week 10. Already 10 weeks into college football season. We then look at NBA. Wednesday night NBA on ESPN. We take a look at those two games. Uh, we got a couple sides. We got a, we got a total for you in those games on Wednesday. We even have the line. So when you rate and review the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast, you can say, oh, wow, they even give the lines for, for games a day in advance. Somehow we got that in there for you. And uh, then I give my NFL coaches poll and my awards for NFL Week 8. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast at Talk Gambling on Twitter and Instagram. It's capital T, capital G, and Talk and Gambling, and respectively. And uh, send your questions there. Don't forget to use MyBookieAG for all your betting needs online. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. Get that free play money to bet with. And don't forget I'm an author. The L.E. Armini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You get it directly from my publisher, thewordverb.com. Or if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get to it. Podcast number 362 with Darth Wager. Darth Wager, podcast number 362. Can you guess this Major League Baseball player? He's new. He's only 30 years old. He'll turn 31 on January 24th. He was a he's a one-time all-star. You give me his age and that he's from Columbia. Hey, you never know. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to I wanted to see if you had one of those, you know, maybe Rain Man moments where you get it. He's played for two different teams, but has not left the city of Chicago. Um, what year was he born? 1989. Does his name sound like a name you would say in Scarface? Uh, yes. Would it be Jose Quintana? Yes, it is. So this is very interesting. Similar, like, I like looking at baseball reference. Similar pictures to him. Dallas Keuchel, I think Dallas Keuchel's had a much better career than than Jose Quintana. Julio Tehran, Larry Christensen, you probably don't remember him. Doug Fister, Wade Miley, Jim Barrett, Chad Billings. Did he fight for the Tigers? Who? Christensen played for the Tigers? Yeah, I think he did, actually. And they're comparing him uh, through the age of 30 with Paul Splittorf. Kansas City Royal fame, Scott Casimir, Danny LaMa- Denny LaMaster, Matt Garza. I, I just find it interesting sometimes when I go on on, uh, on baseball reference. You, you find some little tidbits here and there. But, you know, that's Jose Quintana, one-time All-Star. Larry Christensen, did, uh, he pitched for Philadelphia. I'm sorry, he did not pitch for Detroit. He, he spent his whole career with Philadelphia, by the way. My Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. All right, college football. Let's get to the, let's get to what we really want to talk about. College football. Darth. 
Darth, the picks. I know. I had a losing week. Yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah, you did. You went five and seven. No, I went five, six, and one. Uh, I did five and seven. I'll give you the five, six, no, and one. Though. I think my North Carolina game was a push. Oh, I thought it was a half a point. I thought the hook got you. I thought you got. I, I picked it up three. I thought I thought you got hit by the hooker and, and you know <laughs> developed a little no. disease. Well, because I leaned it and I didn't pick anything, I got the good, the yeah. good and the bad of that. Yeah. Pussy doesn't put his ass on the line on a Tuesday when we record all these college stuff. Unlike myself, <laughs> I, I've I've been really hot in college football. I don't know if people people should ride me or just fade me at this point. I went nine and four last week. Um. Uh, and the week prior to that, my spreadsheet's bouncing all over the place. The week prior to that, I also had a winning week. Uh, so what, what's the total record? Who's winning the percentage game right now? All right, the percentage game. Let me adjust yours. Because I've gone, the last three weeks, I've gone 9-4, and 6-4, and four, and 7-3. and three. That's a pretty good three weeks. That's a good three-week run. Uh, totals. I am 42 and 30 for a 58.33 winning percentage. You are 47 and 34 for a 58.02 winning percentage. I'm, a, I'm ahead of you by 31 hundredths of a percentage point. <laughs> wow. So what, what about the unit game? The unit game. I'm up nine units. You're up eight and a half. Oh, my Lord. But we are not in the lead. In the percentage game. Andy. AK-47 is 23-14. and 14. He's picking at a 62.16% rate, and he's up 7.76 units. Yeah, we're winning you more money. We're, we're, we are, but we, all three of us are getting it. And the guns, you know, not having a great year. He's 27-24. and 24. Picking at 52.94%. He's still up 0.6 units. We are not losing in college football. If you followed us all year, we are winning you money. It's 52% the cutoff and where you would actually start losing units. I think it's 53. And, and that's why Guns is right there. That's why he's barely over and making money. Huh. Yeah. So. I probably should know that, but. Yeah, we both probably should. But hey, what are you going to do? All right, do you, do you have any games on Thursday or Friday that are being played, Darth Wager? I do have a game on Friday. Oh, you do? No Halloween yeah. No Halloween games? No. I am betting I'm pushing my wife around in a uh, wheelchair because of her torn ACL. And uh, for any of you that have wives that get ACL surgery, when she tells you you have to push her around in a wheelchair so she can go with the kids – for Halloween, do not sarcastically say great. That is a really bad idea. Do not do that. Just, just wait. So you're going to push her around in a wheelchair in the rain? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Don't say great. Don't say great, Darth. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm warning you. It could be very, very bad for you. Uh, yeah. uh, trust me, I know that game. All right, so what do you got on Friday? Navy, Connecticut? Yes, that's right. The only game playing Friday. 
Ooh. Kanegas got the slate all to himself on Friday. And what should I go with? Well, I'm taking the team that's giving 27 points. It's not 28, it's 27. So this one I'm not going to lean. I'm going to tell you, take it now while it's 27. Oh, that's a smart move, Darth Wager. Boy, I think I might want to apply to your newsletter. Get it before it hits 28. You're taking Navy on the road against a scrappy UConn team that just just had a victory recently. Yep, here comes the letdown. Here comes the letdown. (laughs) Yep. All right, so you got Navy. So for my first pick, just to, you know, stay in theme here, you got UConn. UConn just coming off a victory over UMass? I'm going to go to the UMass game in this one. They're playing Liberty. Liberty is on the road, and they're giving 21.5 points to UMass. Liberty is giving more than three touchdowns on the road. The over number, the, the, the total number is 67. I'm going with the total over 67. These are two really poor defenses. Liberty gives up 5.4 yards a rush. UMass gives up 6.7 yards a rush. I guess Liberty's a little better in the pass game, only giving up 6.6 yards a pass, but UMass gives up 9.2 yards a pass. This game will be high scoring, just like UMass and UConn last week. Last year, these two teams played at UMass. I don't know why they're playing back-to-back years at UMass. The final score was 62-59. I think this is a return to the scene of the crime, the defensive crime. The, the, The defenses get raped and pillaged in this one. Take the over 67 in the Liberty UMass game. It's a 12 o'clock game, and thankfully, it's not on TV. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got next, Darth? What do you got next? Um, So I didn't pick any 12 o'clock game. Oh, I got another 12 o'clock, but I'll let you go. No, you can go. Go ahead. You want me to go? All right. I got to check to see if the line moved. Uh, what game? I up. All right. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, the Michigan game. It was 17 and a half. I looked this morning. It was, and a half. It, what is it now? 19 and a half. It was 19 and a half. Yeah. I, I wish I got it on Monday when it was 17 and a half, when I did all my research. Uh, Maryland, this is their toughest stretch of games. They were at Minnesota last week. They lost 52 to 10. Now they're going to get number 14 Michigan at home, who's playing angry. And then next week they have to go to number three Ohio State with their third-string quarterbacks playing. Uh, Maryland's defense has had trouble stopping teams on third down. The Michigan passing game has improved vastly the last three weeks, while the Maryland pass defense is giving up nine yards per pass. Michigan is 5-0 and the last five years against Maryland and has covered easily easily in their past four matchups. Michigan wins by 30. It, it, it didn't matter that I lost two points because I didn't put this game in on Monday. I waited till Tuesday. Bad, bad job by me. I lost two points. But I'm taking Michigan minus 19 and a half. All righty. My first game that I'm taking of the day is Georgia-Florida. The largest outdoor cocktail party. 
<laughs> yes. And I'll tell you what. Georgia is giving five and a half at Florida. It, it, it was three and a half. It, 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 oh. it opened at three and a half. It went to six. You're telling me now it's five and a half. That's what I'm seeing on score.com. Okay. Gotcha. So it's a lean, but I'm, I'm leaning towards Georgia because I don't believe in Florida. No. I haven't believed in Florida since beginning of the year. I'll continue not to believe in Florida until they win the national championship. So <laughs> I'm going Georgia minus five and a half. Um, it's a lean. I'm probably going to A, either take it money line or B, swallow the five and a half points. Uh, uh, but at this point, I'm leaning towards Georgia. The, the score app is wrong. On my bookie AG, it's six points. Uh, I got I got Vegas Insider up. I'm trying to see if there's any other places you can get maybe a better line than than six. Uh, What's the money line? Uh, I'm looking real quick. Uh, it is minus two sixty. Ooh, let's see. It's minus two forty five. Uh, oh, that's pretty damn close. Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably I probably go with money line if I think I'm going to. At this point, just lean on it and watch. Hey, um, jump on it on six because it's already up to six and a half. This no way it's going to seven. I don't know about that. Then I'll just stay away if it doesn't stay nice. All right, so I am I am taking Georgia as well. I think they're a touchdown better at least. Georgia has a big advantage on offense yards per play and defense a lot yards allowed per play. Both teams are are pretty even on third down offense and third down defense, but Georgia is very good in the red zone compared to Florida. This game is at a neutral location, so there's no home field advantage. Florida's got a bunch of injuries at the quarterback position. Uh, take take Georgia in this one. Uh, you know, I know they had that one blemish against South Carolina. Let it go. Um, Georgia is at least a touchdown better. They'll probably win by double digits in this one. Give me Georgia. All right. I'm staying in Florida. Me too. Miami, Florida State. As well. Me as well. I wish I picked it up earlier because the line has moved in the wrong direction for me. Well, I wonder what the wrong direction is. I'm I'm seeing minus four. What are you seeing? I'm seeing Florida State now minus three and a half. If you jumped on this earlier, you could have got Miami at plus five and a half. All right, so you are going the same way as me, Jeffrey. Miami, yes, their record's only 4-4, four and four, yep. but they play every and this team is not even much better than them. Yes, they have the fluke Georgia Tech game, but I am taking Miami to beat Florida State plus three and a it's, it's three and a half. I got it at four this morning, luckily. Um, I think the turnover chain was funny at first, but now everyone has some wacky sideline thing, and it's getting annoying. I'm glad Miami was the first one to do it, but all these other teams are copying it. It's just so petty. It's just like, come on, be creative, will you? Um, the, Kyrke, the Hurricanes have uh, two QBs that are questionable with injuries, Jaron Williams and Nikasi Perry, uh, but Florida State Cam Akers, their star running back, is also questionable with a knee injury. 
Miami is much stronger in defense than Florida State, and they're going to need to come up big just like they did last week in Pitt, and I think they will. I think this is a field goal game either way. It could go wide left. It could go wide right. But either way, I'm taking the points because this is a field goal game, and I got four. And if you go now, you'll get three and a half, and that's good enough. Take Miami in the points. Wow, we're agreeing on two games so far. You know, well, that's yeah. not good. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes that is good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move you. Uh, next three thirty game up. I have no more three thirty, so this is all you. Uh, I got the battle of the armed forces. Oh, you went to Air Force and Army. Army. Yep. Yep. Right now it is fourteen and a half. This is a lean. I'll probably buy it down to thirteen and a half or fourteen. I don't like that hook, uh, or I'll just wait for the line to move. But right now, if I were to take it, guns ahead, I'm taking Air Force, buying a half a point down, and going minus 14. All right. I got a 430 game. They'll be on the Pac-12 network if you're interested in watching Ooh, it. Ooh, you, you get that one because I don't have another game till 730. All right. Uh, Oregon State is at Arizona. This game has moved quite a bit. It originally started at, at uh, Oregon State plus six. It then went to Oregon State plus seven. It then dropped down to five and a half. Darth, if you could look it up for me, if you could tell me the actual number, I'd appreciate it. Oh, I've got it. It's five and a half now. This, this game has been all over the map. A lot of movement. Uh, I'm glad you're home not driving and you're telling me to <laughs> <laughs> I mean this game looks like a very even matchup I know Arizona's at home uh, but it, it just seems a, a tad bit too high too many points for Oregon State to be getting uh, Oregon State can move the ball it's better on defense in Arizona I'm going to take the five and a half points I wish I jumped on it Monday when it, I could have got it for seven I'm a dumbass I, I, I get it I really, when I do my handicapping, I really got to put my bets in right away. I, I, I wait till the next day for some stupid reason. So uh, take Oregon State plus five and a half. What you got next, Darth? You know what, Darth? Darth, you know what we got next? I think it's time for a break. All right. The free picks are located at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. The NFL picks. The college football picks. Baseball's almost over. The World Series is almost over. But in the spring, the Major League Baseball picks are there. NBA just started a couple weeks ago. NBA picks are there. College basketball is about to start up. Those picks are there. You can get them all free at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. If you click on that Amazon banner ad, it looks like my book, Squeeze Play. It'll bring you to Amazon. Buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, all the free picks from the podcast, www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. And we're back, Darth. What do you have for us? Again, this is a lean. North Carolina screwed me two weeks in a row now. Um, <laughs> you going back there again? Hey, I'm going back to the fucking well, brother. Um... North Carolina is 4-4. Four four. They started out red hot last week, and the other team came back to cover. Uh, they're minus 2.5 this week. Uh, I believe they cover against Virginia, and I'm taking 
North Carolina over Virginia. North Carolina over Virginia. North Carolina. As a lean. As a lean. They're laying only two and a half. All right. Very good. All right. My next one up is a seven o'clock game at ESPN. Oh, I should have went. I should have let you go. I had a seven thirty. I got. I got Ole Miss getting seventeen and a half points at Auburn. Uh, the over num- over under number. I got to look at the totals. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. Mississippi Auburn. It's fifty two and a half now. Darn it. Uh, it I it was fifty four and a half. Auburn superior team coming off a tough loss. Ole Miss has been good against the run on defense and stops teams on third down really well. My only concern is the Ole Miss offense can. Uh, can put up some points against if if Ole Miss can actually put up some points against Auburn defense. This is what made me stay away from picking a side because I don't trust that Ole Miss offense. I'm going to go under. Uh, by the end of the week, you know maybe the Ole Miss points uh, will will go up a little bit higher. Maybe I'll take them as a as a side, but I am going to go with under. 52 and a half. I'm going to put it in before it drops. Unfortunately, on my bookie AG, they don't have any totals up yet. I like to jump on these totals early too, but that game's moved two points already. Take the under, Ole Miss and Auburn, 52 and a half. I'm not sure Ole Miss even scores. This could be like a 35 nothing type game. Oh, damn. Yep. All right. My next game is a battle of two first place teams. Oh, I think I know where you're going. Oregon versus USC. Nope, not even close to where I was going. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. One is the one is uh, first place Pack South. The other is uh, first place Pack North. I think Pack North, Oregon, even though USC has been playing better, I think Oregon is five points better than USC, even though they are playing on the road. I think they're a touchdown better. I'm taking you, Oregon, over USC to cover five. It's actually four and a half now. Oh, even better. So everyone disagrees. <laughs> at least the big money. That's what usually moves the line. Well, I got a 7.30 game. It's on ABC. SMU at Memphis. The spread was 3.5. It's now 5.5. SMU's getting 5.5. Bring back Eric Dickerson. Bring back Craig James, Forrest Gregg, Doak Walker, Don Meredith, Raymond Barry, the SMU glory years. My first memories of SMU, Dan, is uh, they played UConn when UConn was in the uh, 2A, the football championship uh, division, where they should be actually, not in the bowl division where they are now. And SMU was coming off the death sentence uh, for violations. Um, They had a slush fund they were paying players with, like every other team doesn't have one. Uh, but they weren't allowed to play games in 87. They had no home games in 88. And then I, I believe they played UConn in like 89 or 90. I remember that game being on TV. We're like, oh, UConn's playing SMU. It was a big deal then. Uh, the only blemish for Memphis this year is a road loss to Temple where they turned the ball over a ton. Um, they they still almost eked out a win in that game. Uh, Memphis is a big play squad. 9.5 yards a pass, 5.2 yards a carry. Uh, they're slightly better than SMU. The defensive matchup is very even, and I, I think uh, you know Memphis. Even though they've won and covered the last five games against SMU, 
I think SMU goes into Memphis, possibly even upset, but I'll take those five and a half points. Give me SMU and the Mustangs and the Glory Years coming back. Well, there's Slush Fun back, too. Yep. Uh, okay. My last game, I don't know if they have a line printed on it yet. You're going to have to look it up for me. Okay. I got UCLA versus Colorado. Oh, dog. We got the same games. I got that one, too. Oh, we do? Yes. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm looking up the line. My Vegas insider is resetting. Go for it. It's all you. It's all you, Darth. What do you mean it's all me? Go ahead. Pick a game. Pick it. Oh, what, what's the line? Oh, oh, oh. I'm looking it up to get an update. Uh, <laughs> I thought. It's six and a half. I got it already. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, but I'm picking. for traffic. I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking a t- UCLA minus six and a half. Oh, my gosh. Minus six and a half? You're believing in Chip Kelly, the chipper. I'm believing in the chipmeister. All right. The the uh, I'm going with a total in this one. And it was 63. It bumped up to 64. No, and now 65. it's now it's 65. And I'm taking the over. Uh, UCLA has really had a good couple weeks in a row. They upset Arizona State at home last week. Uh, By the way, I, thank you. Yeah, I I did. I actually bet on it, even though I said I wasn't going to because they're related to the Bears. Uh, QB Dorian Thompson Robinson is questionable with leg injury for UCLA, so monitor that. The last three games, US, UCLA is uh, scoring thirty five points a game, while Colorado is giving up forty. UCLA's defense has really picked it up in the last three games. They're allowing just three hundred forty three yards a game compared to four hundred fifty they had been giving up. The Bruins are running 85 plays on offense and just 62 on, on defense in the last three weeks. I think this is a tale of two teams going in opposite directions. So I actually like your side pick, Darth, but Colorado can really put up some points. So I'm going to just go with the over 65 points in this one. Give me that in our final college football game. We ended on the same game. No, no more. That, that rarely happens. Usually one of us has three or four more games than the other. I know. I, I, I. It's strange that the last couple of weeks we've been taking at least ten games. Yeah, I only got eight picks this week. I only have. I think I only have seven. One, four, seven. Yeah. yeah. I'll pick up some more before then. Yeah, I'm sure. Keep you an do. eye on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is another good time to take a break. Thanks to our show supporter, my bookie AG. Everybody listens to the show to find out who to bet on. Where you bet is just as important. Go to www.mybookieag. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Just visit mybookieag. That is M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, to activate this offer. Be like the Chalk Talk sports guys. And major and a wager. You play, you win, you get paid at my bookie AG. All right, we're back. And before we get to the coaches NFL review of week eight, we got NBA on ESPN on Wednesday night. So Darth and I are gonna 
look at a couple hoop games. It's a, you know, we're getting into hoop season, watching basketball every night, getting all anced up for the high school basketball season to start. So the first game, 7.30, the Bucks are at the Celtics. And I thought this line would be the Bucks minus one and a half or so, and it's two and a half, Darth. Who you got in this one? Uh, give me the C's, my hometown pick. You're They've been it. playing great. Having Kyrie out of the out of uh, Celtic Arena, out of the Celtics team, out of the Celtics hair, give me the Celtics to cover and win the game on the court. Ooh. Okay, I'm going against you in this one. Um Boston's re- look really good. They're kind of going by, you know, the Coach Belanger theory back in 2007. Get a lot of more shots in your opponents. They're turning people over 22 times a game. They're getting 15 offensive rebounds a game, getting extra shots for themselves. I, there's a little caveat to that. They do play this. They de- already played the Sixers, who are super sloppy and turn the ball over left and right. They also played the Knicks, who are also really sloppy with the ball. So that turnover number is a little bit elevated. I'm not sure they're playing as well as they have. The Bucks have won six of the last seven versus Boston. I thought the spread would be one and a half. I don't like that it's two and a half. You know, if the Bucks were the dog, I'd definitely take them. But they're a favorite on the road. The Celtics, a home dog. I'm switching my pick. I'm taking the Celtics, Darth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? You feel that way? You just take some bunny lion. No, nah, I want the two and a half points. This is a one-point game. All right. So, the, the second game, 10 o'clock in ESPN. We've got the Clippers, minus two at the Jazz. What do you got, Darth? Look, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think the Clippers would gel this quickly. It's surprising me, but playing at Utah really concerns me. So right now, I don't care. Taking the Clippers, minus two. All right, taking the Clips, minus two. I am going with a total in this one instead. The Clippers are a far superior shooting team to Utah. The Jazz are going to try and gunk up this game, but they've been really sloppy with the ball so far this year. They've, they've turned it over 18.3 times a game. I don't like that. But the Jazz, especially at home, they usually control the tempo. They slow that pace down. The, the, the number is 216.5. The Jazz, a lot of times when they're at home, neither team gets to 100. So I'm going to take the under 216.5 in this one. All right. All right, there we have it, Darth. Okay, I'm going to get on to the, the, coaches, the coaches poll and my awards for Week 8 in the NFL, and uh, you're about to hit a dead zone on your way home from work, so I, I will grant you goodbye at this time. Peace, <laughs> Later, Darth. All right, the coaches poll. The the teams have not changed. A couple teams have flip-flop spots. No. Yeah, a couple teams have flip-flop spots. That's it. Number five, the Packers are still there. They're, I mean, they caught a break. They got the Chiefs without Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers is playing really well. They're my number five team in the uh, coaches poll this week. And uh, number four, the Vikings. They stay right where they were. Vikings, they struggled a bit against Washington, but they're still dominating. I like the point differential. I think they're a team that's getting strong as the year goes on. 
they they're going to be playing their best their best football at the end of the year. I wouldn't be shocked. Let my prediction would be right that the Vikings end up in the Super Bowl. I'm not so sure about the AFC prediction I had with the Steelers, but I feel pretty good about my Vikings pick. My number three team, I moved the Saints down. They're number three. They were number two. I moved them down despite their only loss being on the road to the Rams in a game that Drew Brees got hurt. I don't like that their point differential is only 39, but they have played with a backup QB for a lot of those games this season, and they played the last two without Alvin Kamara being hurt. But I still have to drop them down because the 49ers are just playing that well. They dismantled a Panthers team that looked like they were going in the right direction and absolutely destroyed them. The 49ers' point differential is plus 130. There's only one team better than them, and that's the New England Patriots, the number one team in the coaches' poll. There you have a plus 189 point differential. It starts to get more interesting for the Patriots starting this week with the Ravens. So we'll, we'll find out a little bit more about the Patriots. You know, I started the coaches' poll in week three. They, the Patriots were the three team in week three. And they've been the number one team ever since. Week four, five, six, seven, and now week eight, they're the number one team. Let's see if they can if they relinquish that spot, but I don't think they will. My Jeff Spicoli, most confusing team of, of last week, week eight, gotta go to the Cleveland Browns. They went for it on fourth down, but purposely took a delay of penalty game first. And then they threw a weird cocky mani shovel pass right into the arms of the defensive lineman of the Patriots. You know what's going to be even more confusing, confusing about Cleveland? I know I have some Cleveland Brown fans here. This will be more confusing when, when, when they win eight of their next nine games and make the playoffs. They're at the Broncos. They get Buffalo home, who I do not believe in. Pittsburgh home. Miami home. Then they go at Pittsburgh. Cincinnati home, at Arizona, Baltimore home, at Cincinnati. Eight of the next nine, Cleveland will make the playoffs and make this even more confusing. My Forrest Gump box of chocolates team. You don't know what you're going to get. They could have gone to Cleveland, but I'm going with the Bears. Odd play calling, not trying to get extra yards, not trying to get closer to, you know, to make that field goal a little bit closer because, you know, you've been so good at kicking game-winning field goals if you're the Chicago Bears. And their kicking woes return. They missed that field goal. And the Bears are the Bears. And, you know, I'm going to talk about it tomorrow with Nikki Guns. Uh, I'm going to compare the Bears to a team from two years ago. And uh, I'll just say that. I I don't want to spoil the NFL podcast that we're going to record on Wednesday night. My Simon Bar Sinister Award. This usually goes to a team that really screws up your parlays or your teasers. But no. This is going to the replay official. Coach Belanger hates replay. Just let human error exist, goddammit. Especially when you have a backdoor cover on the line. When Andy Dalton throws a nine-yard TD pass to Auden Tate with nine seconds left. Backdoor cover. Coach Belanger's going to get four right again in the Super Contest. But no. Replay review. The Rams cover by half a point. I'm still 92nd in the MyBookie AG Super Contest right now. So I've, I've only had one week where I won two. Every other week's been three or four wins for me. I haven't had that 5-0 and week yet. I, and uh, we'll talk about the Super Contest tomorrow with uh, Nicky Guns because I think he's doing very well. I think he went four wins last week. 
he might be in the in the, even higher up in the rankings. My Daniel LaRusso, underdog of the week. This is a tough one. There weren't really a lot of upset victories and and winners that really made you turn your head this week. I I, I guess you'd go Eagles, but really, I know I I didn't want to pick the Bills. I hesitated. I should have known better. I blame myself. I talk about teams being desperate and teams being fat and happy. The Bills were fat and happy five and one last week. A non-conference game against the Eagles. The Eagles had just lost two in a row. A third in a row might kill their chances for a division and playoffs. Should have saw that coming. Should have. And then you got the Chargers. I guess you could call that an upset, but is it really an upset to beat the Bears? I mean, even how the Bears lost was predictable. Failed kick. No guts on offense. So I I, I guess I guess not really a, a good underdog week. Major League Baseball. We're recording this on a Tuesday afternoon. Game six is uh, going on tonight. I'm not sure if you'll hear that, the podcast by then, but the game six is going on. Coach Belanger's root for game seven. That'd be ideal because Nikki Gunn's last day working for the great state of Connecticut in the penal system in Connecticut ends on October 30th. And we will probably be visiting our favorite uh, establishment to have drinks and to enjoy a sporting event, the Trolley Pub on Main Street in Willimantic, Connecticut. We'll be going there after recording the podcast to celebrate Nikki Gunn's uh, retirement from uh, the great state of Connecticut. So there you have it. Major League Baseball, please give us a game seven. And uh, I hope everybody goes to www.gamblingchalktalk.com podcast.com get all the free picks there click on the amazon banner ad buy yourself something nice a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show no additional cost to you don't forget my bookie ag use the promo code darth at checkout you get a 50 percent sign up bonus don't forget i'm an author of the le armini series cold blood red fourth and dead squeeze play you get it directly from the publisher the or if you're amazon prime or kindle select user download it to your favorite electronic reading device hope everybody gets through hump day all right getting closer to the end of the week